Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Drink cinema! Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time, now on podcast and on YouTube. So welcome to you, wherever you are watching and listening, and welcome to Brett. Thank you for welcoming me, Lee. How are you? Fucking good, mate. How is your mental health? Are you a nutter? I'm ripper, mate. <laughs> the movie that we are watching is called Mental. I yes. haven't just had a crossover moment no. and thought you were on no pants, <laughs> no problems. I thought it would be fun to watch something that neither of us have watched before. Mm. Uh, and something Australian, because we are Australian. And we do a podcast in Australia about movies. Yes, we do. So we should do an Australian movie uh i've got a cocktail for it this cocktail is originally called the hitchhiker just let me get the recipe um but i have made the shaz version okay and made it a little bit more common right a bit more of the twist on the hitchhiker so the hitchhiker originally is vodka campari mandarin napoleon oh uh which didn't find that at liquor land no uh, creme de banana and coconut liqueur. Okay, so the Shaz version is oh, and topped with lemonade. The Shaz version is vodka Campari, Cointreau, Voc banana liqueur, and Malibu. Yes. All right. Because as soon as you see the word coconut, I'm going to put Malibu in. So this is it. It's much more orange than it looks on your screens right now. Um, Anything else? Pink. Yeah. You can see if you're on the YouTube that um, quantities will come up on your screen in a sec. And if you are listening on the podcast, then get onto Instagram. So this is a shaz. It's a shazza. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's. Oh, I think it'd be better without the Campari. Oh, the banana is interesting. Don't know. No, I don't know because it's. I think with each sip, I got a different fruit. The first time I can't taste any orange. The banana is very overpowering, which I think we said last time we had something with banana in it. Yeah, so maybe. Well, there's more Cointreau than banana. Oh no, there's a bit of Cointreau. My first sip, I got. Taste coconut. My first sip, I just got Campari. My second sip, I just got banana. Oh, there's the Campari. I don't like Campari. Yeah, that one. I got a bit of Cointreau in that one. Anyway, get up the score sheet. Um, and we will rate that cocktail out of five each. Um, no, Ooh. five all over. If one of our things for the movie is rewatchability, then... 
uh, re-drinkability of the cocktail is not high. So I'm going to give it um, a two out of five. What do you think? Okay, I think a two is not bad. Um, With some tweaks, it would be more enjoyable. So I had a 10. All right. Yeah, so a two for the cocktail. Yeah. How alcoholic the movie is. It's a little bit alcoholic, but not as alcoholic as I thought it would be. For a very Australian movie, I thought there would be more beers. Although beers with breakfast. That's an extra Aussie. that's an extra point, I reckon. Yeah. And it's all King Browns. Like it's not a stubby or a can, it's like the big Yeah, the long neck. Long almost. neck one litre, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um so he has a beer with breakfast. Leo has a beer at has a point. beer at the Hog's Breath and when he's he... drunk at the end. Very drunk. Yeah. Kate, uh, not yeah. Um, two, two, uh, Tony two Collette doesn't drink; she just smokes a bong that doesn't smoke. Yeah. Uh, and the cigarettes. I'm gonna plenty of darts. Two and a half, I think. Two and a half. What did you just say? Two. 2.25 Fine. plus a 2. So a 4.25 out so, of 10. Yeah, a 4.25 out of 10 on the A part of the alcoholic scale on the Archie Q. De Niro scale. If you don't know what the Archie Q. De Niro scale stands for, um, we'll say each bit as we go along, but it's also each week we put the scores on our socials. Yes, at, we do. At two drinks in a month. It's a very important score. Yeah. Um, it's going to be remembered after we die like Roger Ebert died. Oh. People will say, oh, it was very interesting that he gave movies out of four. Yeah, and people say, say, it's interesting. Who is this Archie Cutin here? Yeah, it's interesting that Two Drink Cinema gave it out of 100. And mm. a actually reasonably good movie um, scored 21. nobody's horny. <laughs> um, representation... Is not good. Uh, not numerous, but it's not good. Yeah, it's certainly not numerous, and I'm not sure about the representation of Indigenous Australians that Deborah Mailman portrays. I think that having Deborah Mailman play an Indigenous lesbian was just for a joke. Yes, but a lot of things are just for a joke in the movie. Because it's not good representation. No. She's there, but it's not portrayed well. But I don't think it's portrayed badly. It's also then saying mum hates abos. Not good. But that that adds to how bad that character is. Yeah, but it's also like, you don't need to say that word 10 years ago. Well, I think Tony Collette calls Deborah Mailman the B word for Aboriginal Australian that we don't say. Oh really? That either has a double O or a U in it. Yeah, okay. Um she calls her a mad B when she meets her in the in the nuthouse in the Pinderschloss again. In the Pinderschloss. It's our third movie with a Pinderschloss in it. (laughs) Yes. You've had plenty of mentals. Yeah. Well, well, when we do uh, Cuckoo's Nest... Do we include the representation of people with a mental disorder? Well, I wrote a few notes. So regular listeners will know that um, 
Is that part of representation? That, I, that, that they'll know that I'm mental and have a mental health podcast. I don't, I don't know if it's taking the piss out of mental illness or... It meets making, for me, it made light of mental illness a bit. But then I also thought one thing that it did reasonably well was point out people's inability to deal with other people's mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like when Rebecca Gibney's sister... Just was like, oh everything's oh everything's fine, oh you're not yeah. you're not crazy and yeah. everything's okay and clearly like it's not. Well, I also don't like the idea that walking around singing the sound of music is a bad thing. <laughs> Should get you put in the Pinderschloss. If that's the case, I might need to commit myself. Yeah, my neighbours would. He's singing a lot from I our think, house. I think my neighbours think they're living next door to Adele, actually. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. And it's more in tune than Adele sometimes. Ooh, Ooh. shots fired. And but are, you as, are you as funny and relatable as... I'm so relatable. Oh, Look. Fat, fat Adele, not skinny Adele. Look, yeah, well, that, that's why I gained weight Everyone, to be more relatable. How <laughs> stupid was... Everyone was like... We felt betrayed when Adele lost all that weight. Yeah, fucking people like, are dumb. Whatever. But then I was listening to Ursula Carlson's podcast, um, and she was saying that she stays fat for, because uh, for that little girl who's a little bit overweight, <laughs> she just wants her to see someone on the TV. She goes, "When Adele lost all that weight, and then." We, we, meaning the fatties, the fatties yeah. lost Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, we lost. They lost so, Adele and Melissa McCarthy, yeah. the two greatest. So I'm going to stay fat for that little girl with the body image issues. But speaking of the kilos, yeah, Rebecca Gibney has a few extra. Yeah, which it, I don't. I couldn't tell if it was actual or it was of a, a fat suit. I get the idea of it in that it's trying to make her look like a. Dumpy housewife, mm. but I don't know how necessary it was. I don't know how necessary a lot of this movie was. Yeah. Really. Okay. Anyway, um, we need to give a representation score. So the woman next door says, "Mum hates abos," which I think the, it's not mm. an okay thing to say, but I think it's an okay thing to write in a script to show how bad and toxic that house is. Yes. And I think the reason the daughter says it is because of how bad the mum is. Yes. I'm not sure if I heard correctly having Tony Collette call Deborah Mailman. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Word. Yeah. I'm not sure how necessary that was. I think what you said about Deborah Mailman being there as a joke would have been less offensive if there had been one other person of colour in the whole film. Or, yeah, another scene where she wasn't just paying a crazy lesbian. Yeah, but there's not, like, if you go to the Gold Coast, which is where this is but isn't set. But isn't, yeah, yeah. You will see more than white people. Yes. Not when you go to the suburbs of the Gold no, Coast. No. But if you're going down near the beach and those kind of resorty areas, it is more diverse than this movie is. And I think that's what makes Deborah Mailman's character a little bit more jarring. The representation is average. 
I'm going to give the representation. I'm say maybe a two. Yeah, I'm thinking a two as well. I don't know. Because you don't. Although, I don't know actually. There is a lesbian. Do and we there give is a, do we share an a Aboriginal? School? We share a school okay. for this one. Well, I'll set a lot of two then. There is a lesbian and there is an Aboriginal. So they're in there and they're generally liked and accepted. Okay. But I'm not yep. sure they're the best representation and they seem a little bit tokenistic. Yes. So that's the that's what it seemed to me with Deborah. Yes, Norman. that brings it down for me. Yes, I did like though when Rebecca Gibney was buying everything from the Wheel of Fortune winnings that she came up to uh, Noxious Nancy. Yes, and said, "Is your oldest daughter really a lesbian?" And then just like left that with the crowd and moved yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my eyes. Almost moistened. So this is the cry Ooh, scale, the okay. sea of Archie. The sea of Archie is for crying because Lee loves a good cry at a movie or TV show or, a, or ad for a or car. A Toyota ad. Or ad for a Google. When did I cry recently at something? There was something that I cried for that I was like, oh, I shouldn't be crying for this. But was I've had an Google emotional ad? week. No, the Google app, for some reason, I don't know what it is, and this is not... I'm not trying to be offensive to people with Alzheimer's, but the one with the old lady doesn't make me cry. Is that because you're like, I don't mind. They're not going to remember it. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> what's not memorable is an AFLW game between Geelong and Greater Western City Giants. Oh, well, it's memorable for her. Cause it's not she, worth remembering. Yeah. Anyway, so you nearly moistened up. I nearly moistened up when, for some reason, they know all of the harmonies to climb every mountain. Yeah. Even though they've only heard it, her... At the start, it wasn't Rebecca Gibney's voice. Was she meant to be singing terribly, but we heard Julie Andrews? I thought she... it wasn't Julie Andrews, though. Was mm. it? No. It wasn't, wasn't Becca I Gibney. thought it was... She was meant... In real life, she sings terribly, but in her own mind, she sings very well. That's what I thought. Because, you, yeah, okay. you know, she had her headphones in, whatever... But then at the end, they're all singing perfectly like the Von Trapps. How weird was it that the headphones had chords and it was an iPod mini? It was an iPod mini, <laughs> little iPod shuffle. Uh, what a throwback. So you didn't cry. Yeah, I, I almost, almost moistened, moistened, almost moistened at Climb Every Mountain. But that is a song that I've cried at before. At, oh, you were when, there. When, when Guy did it at Australian <laughs> yeah, Idol. Yeah. Yeah. No, not when Guy did it at Australian <laughs> Idol. <laughs> When we yeah. went to see Conchita yeah, and yeah. her and Guy sung it together in the Sydney Opera House and I cried. And I cried again when Conchita sung He loves to cry, people. I love a cry. This is why the C is very important. Um, but I didn't... That's like an 0.25 on the cry scale. Can we do that low? I'm doing it. It's my scale. All right. If Archie's got a problem, he can dock my pay. Um... How horny is the movie? Trout is a pretty horny fish. Trout, what a name. The surfer boy who can't really sing or write good songs. Well, the song that he is wrote... Terrible. is terrible. But is it's terrible. also not. The song that he writes about surfing and Jesus, they're terrible. Oh, the song he writes about your... Her, the girl. The girl, yeah. yeah. Chloe? Coral. 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 Yeah, Coral. Coral. Yeah. Coral, like the sea. What? The coral sea. Um, Trout 
is such a um, home and away name. I think he was on Home and Away. No, he was on Neighbours. I looked him up. Oh, okay. So I was like, you look familiar. I had a 50-50 chance yeah. there, didn't I? You look like I had a crush on you when I was 17. Um, he and was I like did. a poor man's Jesse McCarthy. <laughs> McCartney. McCartney, sorry. Yeah, I think he was. Not quite a beautiful soul. He but... played um, Ringo in Neighbours. Okay. Not the drummer. Oh, I think I remember Ringo. Yeah, and he died. You know who else he played? Ringo in a Beatles song. No, no. we're going to get this. Uh, he has done an impersonation. We're going to squeeze one of two shows into every episode, I reckon, from now on. Okay. So, Neighbours. the show Friends from College. Oh, fuck we off. Hate, right? Yeah. Remember when they go to Atlantic City? This guy that plays okay, Trout. Atlantic City. Yep. The guy that plays. I've kind of watched that. Is it for some. Show from my it's mind. for some Hen's Night. You know, they, oh, or is it someone's the, the, bucks night the or something? Girls, the the random fifth friend is getting married to the surfer dude. No, Fred Savage is getting married and That's doesn't right. want a big deal. Yeah. But then the rich one takes them all to Atlantic City and they're like, this is shit. We don't want to do this. Mm. Um, and they're all terrible people. Yes. Sam Clark, who plays Trout and plays Ringo in Neighbours, played the David Beckham impersonator in that oh. episode. <laughs> So then Robert Chabotsky pretends to play Victoria um, Beckham. Also, Sam Clark, whoever chose your uh, Wikipedia photo, yeah, well done. Um, yeah, because he looks much better in that than he does. That's on at the, the whole movie of that's Mental. That's also at the premiere of Mental. That movie. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, it is. Two thousand and seven till present, he's been um, active as an actor, and two thousand and nine till present, he's been acting as a singer. Uh, so he's horny. Um, yeah, almost to the point of we need to take a point off the score. Yeah. But Liv Schreiber zaps because him with the tiniest say, little cattle prod ever yeah. and he's paralysed for 20 seconds. Horniness is uh, one thing, but unconsensual horniness yeah. is another. Non-consensual loses a point. So um, I think we're giving two points for how horny Trout is. But also We're taking Lepalia. off half a point for the almost non-consensual horniness. Yes. All right. Anthony LaPaglia having an affair. With everyone. Quote, I'm helping Jean widen her access road. Yeah. Oh, I so, painted that. <laughs> what would have been a great joke? Half a point for horniness. What would have been a great joke is um, if the painting in the office at the end, when Rebecca Gibney comes in and goes, who the fuck are you? If the painting yeah, at the that end was, hilarious, was like clearly not her. Like it was a like it was like, like a really Picasso famous painting. Like yeah. they'd put the the um what's that three one called the pioneers or you know the three oh, yes, 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 family yes. in the bush. Yeah. Like I painted that. Yeah, <laughs> like no, you didn't. Um, not sorry, PJ Hogan. Not telling you how to write movies or anything. I've got some notes for him though. Does Coral get a horny point too? She is horny for Trout. Yeah, even before <laughs> that sounds bad. even before Trout's a nice bloke. But then as soon Trout as soon as Trout gets his speedos off, she's She's shirt off. She's Yarbos stripped, are out. Yarbos are out and she's down the water slide. Which for Trout, thinking as a man, nude, yeah. I'm not going on my stomach. I wrote that. On a water slide. I'm not going balls I'm down. I'm not going Yeah. Because 
Well, Obviously, it's a PG or whatever movie, so yeah, yeah. it's not gone. There's other ways you could shoot up. it waist up. Yeah, though. but also because water slides aren't just a smooth ride down, boop, 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 because boop. there's bumps there's where the they little join joins. the tubes. Yep. That was like it's not a good decision on Trout's part. Like, yeah, nah, it, nah, nah. It's a no from me, Trout. Um, so we're giving a point to Trout, uh, two points to Trout, but we're taking half off. Then we're giving a point to Lapalia. One or a half to Lapalia. Oh, a half then. We're giving a whole point to Coral. Is it really that horny out of five? But that's three. There's the whole story of how Rebecca Gibney ended up with Anthony Lapalia. Oh, which that was. I that was. I, I don't know how I felt about that. I, I think PJ I, Hogan. I, we're telling you how to write a film. I that gasped. didn't. That didn't need to be in there at all. I gasped. I, it was un, unnecessary is the right word. I I found the movie a little bit difficult in that I wasn't sure how much it was trying to be a comedy and how much it was trying to be where making, uh, making a funny movie about mental health to where making some serious commentary about mental health. But overall, yes. I think it was on the lighter side of things if you're going to make lighter side of things, Don't joking make... about mental health is one thing. Joking about a relationship starting with date rape is not good. Yes, I didn't like that at all. That, uh, there's so many other ways. I think maybe the way they did it was to see a little bit of maybe why she is the way she is. Yeah, but you can... But also, how, how many kids do they have? Five. That would drive anybody crazy. I think that's even a quote I think the that's the whole point of the movie. But yeah. I think you could have done so many different ways. You could have just been like, he convinced me that first time. Yeah. And then I'm pregnant and now I'm stuck with him with five Rather daughters. Rather than her going, oh, I suppose that's date rape then. Yeah. And just like brushing it off almost. And I don't think rape is a good start to a marriage. Like, well, No. No, it's not really a good start to anything. No, generally not. Well, yeah. overall, definitely not. I don't know. Yeah, that was a weird. I'm uh, taking a point off for, for that. Me. Yeah. So what's that leave us with a two? Yeah. Yeah, it's about right overall. So it leaves us with one point. One point for Coral and negative one point for date rape. Oh yeah, it's one point for Coral, one and. Two and a half points for Trout and Anthony, and then half two off. points off for yeah. whatever maths. We end up with yeah. two. We end up with two. Trust yeah. our maths. Okay. Um, in the Archie, the I stands for insults. Because I love a good insult in a movie, and I'm slowly going to pick up insults from movies and quote them in my everyday life. I've got, remind me, I have something to say when we get to quotability. Okay, cool. Okay. That's not far away. Um, the so. only insults that I wrote was when Tony Collette calls Deborah Mailman, I've already mentioned it, a man yeah. B word. I said not a good noxious, insult. Noxious Nancy is a good is a good um Yeah, that's a good one. There was a lot of insulting language. Yeah. But not many like I'm gonna take that and use it. Quippy insults. You remind me of garbage is insulting, but I'm not gonna say that to anyone. And then, because then they might sit in the middle of a cafe and go, I remind people of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like... Speaking of cafes... Shaz is a bitch. Shaz is a bitch. Yeah. 
Um, Shaz is a bitch. Not just Nancy's a bitch. The sister, the sister is, is a, a bitch. bitch. Deborah Malman's a... Auntie, oh. Auntie Doris stole my hair. <laughs> I do like a little bit, this isn't part of this thing, but how um, Anthony and Polly, I can't remember the two kids, but I thought that was funny because also I didn't know which who, who the kids were either. I knew no. the main one and then the one that fucked up her hair. The other one's not even sure. Well, I feel like we... Um, we spent as much time with the kids as Anthony LaPaglia yes, has for the last three true. years. That's true. So, so what are we giving... The insults were... It's insulting, but there aren't many to take away. Like a one and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one and a half too. Yeah. Yeah, this is one where we give separate scores. Yeah. Um, the next one is Enclosure. They live in a double-storey suburban house. It's not quite, an, it's bigger than an apartment, but it's not quite a mansion-y kind of thing. Oh, is it a double story or is it just a Queenslander? No, it's just a Queenslander. Then that's a two. I reckon that's the Australian equivalent of an apartment. But do they have five bedrooms? No, two girls shared, surely. That's right, yeah. Michelle lives under the house. Yeah, she, yeah. They must have five bedrooms because when Shaz comes to stay, the two girls that get confused end up sharing. So there's Coral, yeah, like she Michelle, stay in your room. Jane, someone else, and someone else. Yeah, Coral, Jane, Michelle, Michelle, K- Kyla. No, I just one starts up. with N. Nancy. No, that's the next door neighbour. Anyway, um, like a two. Can we do a two yeah, and a half? Well, no. I think in Australia that's we don't three. we don't have trailers. Like, as in America, it's trailer, apartment, big house. There's no yeah. normal-sized houses in American movies. Yes, that's right? true. Yeah. So I think in Australia that translates to normal-sized house, apartment, normal-sized house, mansion. What's a normal-sized house? This one. Okay, so what's a Queenslander a with a normal... Like a double-story with a rumpus room and a study. Yeah. Okay. Um, what people might call a McMansion. Okay. Yeah. So this is a two. So I'm this is a, on a two. two. Okay. Do we give it? We we. Well, that's together. That. Okay, good. We agree on that. This is we're we're going along nicely. I can't remember. We um, I've fiddled around with the scores so that we can end up with a total of a hundred. So that's why some yes. we have to agree on and some we don't. Okay, good. Quotability. I've got to tell you, I missed a golden opportunity during the week. Okay. Oh, to quote this. No, to use a quotable from another movie that we've done recently. Okay. Okay. So I've rejoined the brass band. Yeah. And what brass band nerds do is they do this thing called multiphonics where they play two notes at once. Yeah, because they're fucking geeks. Yeah. Yeah. So our trombone section only had one instead of three. Mm. So the trombone nerd was trying to play all three oh, notes at once, right? I don't know this person, do I? No. No, get over yourself. The conductor, who you do like, I know and like, he was like, okay. um, he goes, oh no, the player was playing and he goes, oh, that's two. And the conductor goes, yeah, well, that's just two out of three. And I said, that ain't bad. Referencing the oh, meatloaf song. Of course. Song. What I should have oh, said is two, two out of three, three ain't bad meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't realise till Flash I was, back to our gold member episode. Yeah, I didn't realise till I was riding home that night that I should have said, "Well, two out of three ain't bad, meat love." Or even if I'd said, love. "That ain't bad, meat love," that still would have worked. Or I could have done that a lot because I've pretty much been singing. Oh, I'm singing out loud, so it doesn't count. 
No, you've got to work to the honest, title into a conversation. I have had Olivia Newton John songs stuck in my head all week. Oh, Vale. Vale O N J. Yeah. Uh, I watched I watched Xanadu the other night. Yeah. We're gonna have to do that at some point because there's a lot to talk about. So I was going <laughs> but then I to feel bad at laughing. Yeah, no, I was it's terrible though. When Olivia passed, I shared on our socials a photo of her flying away in the car. Which is quite good. Um I I did think about sharing the movie review of hers that we've done, but the only one of hers we've done is A Mum for Christmas. That is arguably her shittest one. I don't I don't know about that actually. It's I I said it to my barista at work. Um, and I said, oh, I didn't want to share it because it was a mum for Christmas. And she goes, oh, isn't that the weird one where she's an alien and then a mum? I'm like, well, no, she's a mannequin. She's like, oh, but it's still weird. Yes. <laughs> yes um, that yeah. is that. Um, so quotability, my only story has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with gold member, gold member. There were some funny lines. Yes. And there were some yeah. that were bad. Yep. Um Mentally, she's ill-equipped to part with her girlhood right now. Yes. <laughs> Liam Shriver says that to... Um... Trout, after he zaps him and sits on his yeah, balls. Yeah. Um, and... The bit... <laughs> the bit where Rebecca Gibney's sister comes and parks at the front. Yes. And then Shaz goes and goes in her car. And she's yeah. got those freaky fucking dolls in the yeah. back. And she freaks out. She's like, oh! They're dolls. I'm like, she goes, she says, Oh, I thought they were weird dwarves and you was their leader. <laughs> and then the other one is there was a there's two more. And then Language warning. I'm gonna I'm no, looked at your notes. Warning. Language warning's coming a little bit ahead. Yeah, the, the first one is one of the kids, I can't remember which one, maybe the main one, Coral. Yep. Goes, I'm mental. I'm I I expect to be schizophrenic any day now. <laughs> Because she's reading the book and she's like, I'm pre-psychotic. Yeah. Which yeah. means she could be schizophrenic. Um, and then there's another bit later on when they're in the Pinderschloss. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, Shaz and Rebecca Gibney, whose name I can't remember, and the sister are all talking like, you're a, you're a cunt. Yeah. You've watched the movie, <laughs> you've heard the word. You're a cunt. And he goes, no, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, no, you are. It. Don't make no, her say that. Don't, don't make her yeah. say that. Admit your cunthood. <laughs> I think I might start using that. Yeah. I'm going to say to people, you're a bit of a cunt. They go, what? I'm going, go admit on. you cunt. Admit your cunthood. I don't use that word, though, a lot to anybody listening. No. I've actually, used... actually don't. I used it. I had it all ready to go. So we have an American friend. Only after a few drinks. We have an American friend who loves how we use it in Australia. Oh, yeah. You're a man. Um, and how, Let's not say it anymore. and how it can mean different things. <laughs> like if you're a shit or a sick, they're yeah. very different. Yeah. One's good, one's bad. And you can you can use C and mate interchangeably as well. Yes. He loves that because you don't do that in America. Yeah. Um, and he had a baby <clears throat> during the week. And I was, you know, messaging back and forth. He's like, I'm really looking forward to protecting her from shit cunts. <laughs> He said that. <laughs> and then I messaged, I'm like, you'll be an absolute sick cunt of a dad. <laughs> and that's the last we're going to say it. Oh. Okay. Quotability. Other than admit your mm, 
Um, I don't, can't ever see an opportunity for me to say mentally she's ill-equipped to part with her girlhood right now. I hope not. <laughs> so I'm giving oh, it a quotability of one. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Because it has some good quotes, but it's not quotable. It's not quotable. It's very Australian, dialog- dialogically. Dialogically. It's so Aussie. Too much, though. Well... To a certain point. I feel if, like if now is the time that I bring up Tony Collette's accent. Yeah, we can talk about accents now. Um, because Leif Schreiber's accent is good. I thought he almost had the best Australian accent in the movie. Yeah. Sometimes his accent is better than Tony Collette's Australian accent. Because she's obviously lost her accent to some degree. A fair chunk of it, yeah. To not as much not, as Nicole Kidman. Yeah. To not or I saw an interview with Natalie Imbruglia the other day. Has she been living in the UK since? Or Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> she sounds posh. I don't know. Anyway, um, not actually not that posh. Oh, it like It was more a... like a, it was almost Cockney English rather than Australian. Has she just come off off the West End as Eliza Doolittle, yeah, maybe? That, maybe. <laughs> I saw her on something. I don't know why I saw She'd her. She'd make a some great random, Eliza Doolittle, actually. Some random... Video on TikTok Facebook reels. of Australians on um, Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Yeah. He loves a chat, Graham Norton. I suppose that is his job. Um, so Tony Collette's accent so she, is a little she's bit She's lost much. a bit. And she, she, if she talked in her normal voice, there might be a bit of an Australian accent, but not harsh enough to be this... Shaz. Shaz mental case. Smoker with a knife in her boot. Yeah. Yeah. So she had to put on that... Far North Queensland accent. But I also feel like some of the accents are inconsistent. Like Rebecca Gibney's accent doesn't match Anthony LaPaglia's. No. And then the girls' accents are sometimes a little bit different. Noxious Nancy has a different one, but I guess she's trying to be fancy. Liv Schreiber's accent's good in trying to sound, you know, a bit Steve Irwin-y. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I just think it was a bit much sometimes. Yes. So what do we... Oh, that we, No, that was just an aside from the dialogically. But it's got a very Australian feel, the movie. Like, if you just watched the movie, you'd go, this is made by Australian man. Oh, yeah. In Yeah. Like, you could sure. go, yes, this is made by the same guy as Muriel's Wedding. Because it's just got that Australian sensibility to it. Um, I didn't notice drink is the D of De Niro. Q is the middle initial of Archie Q De Niro. D is the drink. I didn't notice a Coke or a Pepsi. I didn't notice an L.A. Ice or an R.C. Cola. A.C. Cola from Kmart. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, So it's a zero. But yeah, it is a zero. even though all of our movies so far on this new scale have scored a zero, we're keeping it in because it's very important to, it's know, important to know whether the it's Coke or Pepsi. Of movie if they have Coke or Pepsi. Uh, now, the endurance or the rem- rememberability. I haven't seen it before, so I don't remember it. Well, that's, yeah, that's not going to do the rememberability. I, I think it's still, it's only 10 years. But I think it stands up reasonably well. Mm, I 
don't know. I other than the representation stuff that we've talked about. Yeah. I, I just don't know if ten, if ten like ten years ago and now the discussion on mental health is very different. So yes. you could write this type of movie. You'd have to do it a bit differently. You would have to take people's um I don't self-diagnosis of mental health and mental disorders mm. more seriously. It you wouldn't be able to take it as lightly as what I would do is I would dial down the joking about who's the most mental in the family. Although those five kid girls would probably do that. Yes. But I'd dial down the joking about people's mental health. But I'd dial up the taking the piss out of or pointing out mm. how badly people deal with it. Mm. Like the sister when, she's had, when she has the breakdown. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's still an actual issue. Yes. Is when someone goes, something's really wrong. And she's like, I'll just go shopping. Yeah. That's still a thing that happens. So I think dialing up that a little bit, dialing down the not taking it seriously kind of thing. But I, I don't know. The kids had mobile phones in 2012. Yeah. That's still the case. Eat the mare. That's stand-up ability. Yeah. The effects at the top of the mountain... Weren't great. That was clearly on a stage. Yes, that was not. That was bad. But other than that, Other I think that, it was it's, it's okay. Right. I'm giving it. This is we're separate for this one. Good. I'm giving it a three point seven five. I'll give it a three. Okay. You would have to change the way you made it if you made it today. Yeah, nostalgia zero. Yep, zero. Because it's ten years old. Oh no! I had nostalgia when I saw. Ringo from Neighbours. I had nostalgia when I saw um, that they had spoons on their wall. Oh, well, that's not no, so nostalgic for me because that's on the wall of my cafe and I see it seven <laughs> days a week. So I one, No, no, no. No, no nostalgia. No for nostalgia me. for you. No. I had a nostalgia for watching Neighbours in the early I had a 2000s. nostalgia for the referencing of Harold Hogg. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the shark that ate Harold Hogg? the shark that ate Harold Hogg. No, it was the Mr. shark that... Okay, okay, Mr. Ford. Mr. Ford. Um, no, instead it was the shark that may or may not have eaten the possibly heroin-addicted daughter. Oh, I don't know. Um, you know what? No, I'll save it for the end. Okay. I'll save it for the overall thoughts on the on the movie. Impact is the eye in De Niro. Um, no. Nah. Yeah, I wrote nothing for Impact. I don't if think it wasn't, didn't have any. If it wasn't for this, Sam Clark wouldn't have been the David Beckham impersonator in Friends from College. I don't know if it's that <laughs> to go that far, but I don't think it really had any impact. No, I don't. It's I don't think like it elevated of, yeah. the careers of Rebecca. Give me Tony. Like this no. isn't when you go Tony Collette. She's an amazing actress. It, you don't think it's because of mental. No, um, and I don't think any of, of those kids didn't become famous. Um, I think the. Girl that is the Leslie netballer, she's done things since. Oh, that's I had nostalgia for when she was watching the netball. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm on Wikipedia and I should be on IMDb. Um, yeah, I think she's done things, hasn't she? I didn't recognise any of them. I'm not sure if maybe Coral. I looked her up a bit because I thought 
she's not bad she might have gone on to um to do it but nothing Haley magnus i think she's done things Lily yeah, Sullivan. None of them seems. Th- yes, yeah, so she was. I thought she was good, so maybe she went on and did stuff. But no. Picnic at Hanging Rock, the remake with that one from. Uh, oh, with the one from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Hunger Games. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, so like she's nothing, done things, but nothing big. She's not been like in she some made international. She's been in some TVs. Yeah. The Romper Stumper TV miniseries. Okay. The real Anna Kendrick, behind the scenes of the mega-huge game day ad Newcastle almost made. Anyway, so not a lot of impact. This was her first movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, The movie we discuss next week has more impact based on whose debut movie it was. Little little teaser. Okay, I'll remember that for the teaser for next week. Trivia later on. Yeah. Uh, So impact, I'm going to give it a zero. I am also going to give it a zero. No, I'm going to give it a 0.5. Sam Clark went international after this. I, I was just going to say that as well, 0.5, because it did introduce us to new people. They might not have gone as big as we expect, but they're not Margot Robbie, so that's why. That's true. There you go. It would have been a totally different movie if someone as good-looking as Margot Robbie had played Coral. Yeah, but then it couldn't have been. Not, not that Coral was ugly. No, that's what I mean. But not Margot Robbie. No, no one's Margot Robbie. But she couldn't then be like... Oh, I'm unpopular and I'm ugly. Like, that's just not believable. Yeah, because even someone as good-looking as Margot Robbie, if they are pre-psychotic, are still popular. And look still at, hot. Look at Mean Girls. They look... They would be... She would be crazy, but not that crazy that she thinks she's ugly. No. That, did that make sense? Yes. Mean Girls is my example of girls can be psychotic but also hot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. One time Regina George punched me in the face. It was awesome. There's my Mean Girls quote. There you go. Quotability. When are we doing that? Quotability, eight out of five. Let's um, <laughs> let's look at the uh, anniversary for Mean Girls. It'll come up we'll at some point. All right. Rewatchability. Rewatchability. Is the art of De Niro. Yep. I no. I quite liked it. I don't know if I could watch it. If it came on, like this doesn't happen anymore. But if it came on TV... If you're on nine now on a Saturday <laughs> night and it just came on... If the footy finished and this came on, yeah. I'd watch it. But that doesn't happen in TV anymore. No, because the footy's on, then you change, you get onto Netflix and you watch yeah. something. If this was on a streaming service, I might watch it again. I... I'm going to give it a 2.25 for rewatchability. I will give it a 1... Because it could, I would watch it again, but I'm not going to actively try to watch it again. Okay. I'm not going to be sitting here going, oh, that mental was good. I'm, I feel like watching that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's not a thing for me. Overall, all right, other notes. It's very suburban. Like the opening, if you didn't know you were watching an Australian movie, if you were Australian, you didn't know you were watching an Australian movie because it's Rebecca Gibney, Tony Collette in it. Yeah. Um, in the first song, you see a hills hoist, a net, two girls throwing a net. Yeah, ball, I was like Australian, and that swing set that every everyone, including now our one year old oh, really? cousin nephew, yeah, has as of today. Good. Um, 
everyone has that swing set. Yeah. We were talking, like we're saying... Well, they did in the 90s. So our cousin and Sean and Uncle Bruce put it together for Ryan, our cousin nephew, which is a new term that I've come up with to be like first cousin once removed. His first cousin once removed. His second cousin. No. We're not having this conversation on air. Removed is a generation different, right? He's a generation lower than our first cousin. You just made up a term. Which makes him first cousin once removed. I'm going to call first cousins once removed cousin nephews. That sounds like something like sister wives or something. That sounds (laughs) not quite right. Yeah. The Hay How family is a cult. (laughs) We have cousin nephews. And you have to learn the moves to puppet on a string before you can. It's not tricky. And our Kool-Aid is Waterford's. This is so, like, in-joke. Anybody from the family would have found that hilarious, I hope. the I found it hilarious, but I said it. So. so Uncle Bruce and Cousin Sean were saying, it's all been put together well. The box was missing a couple of bolts, so they had to fashion other bolts of course. out of something. So yeah. the two-sided one mm. might not be as stable as the others. Two-sided, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then they're like, oh, I'm not sure how deep we put it in the ground i said part of the fun of it is seeing if you can yes. lift the legs yes. if you can swing high enough to lift the legs out of the ground and possibly tip yourself over and injure yourself so in the first song we fly over the australian suburb of dolphin heads yes we see hills hoist a netball and a swing set yeah. so if you didn't know rebecca gibney and tony collette and anthony lapalia were australian actors australian you would know movie. from that yes. how australian it is the shark was named Greg White. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice like that at all. Like Greg Norman, the Great White Shark. I thought they just called it Great It was just Grey White. No, Greg White. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that at all. That may or may not have eaten Harold Holt. Um, I did have a note about, I said, um, ouch, that water slide would hurt on your yarbles. Yes. Um, not hurt enough that you weren't going to take a girl's virginity at the bottom of the slide. <laughs> Girlhood, in sorry. Chlorine. Um, I don't like we said I didn't like Tony's Tony Collette's accent. Some of the acting was pretty bad. I'm also going to say that. I wasn't was a huge a... fan of Anthony Lapalia's acting. No, it was over the top, but it, I want to say melodramatic, but it was funny. It was trying to be funny. Yeah, and that's where I felt like sometimes this movie didn't work for me. Is because I felt like, is it trying to be funny it or is it trying, trying to, to be, be funny? But then it was about this, but then it had serious moments, but then I couldn't take it seriously because of how the rest of the movie was. Yeah. And then I, yeah, and it drags a bit towards the end. It definitely it was like three endings. Yeah, it could have ended earlier. Sing the song at the thing, end. Yep. Did the walk, the thing with the, and then the the shark end. I think he tried to jam in Shaz's backstory a bit, which meant you then needed to resolve that by the stealing of the shark. Yeah, but it was also, the ending was too happy for me. Um, Like, go the, and sing the, the ending song ending at the campaign know, launch. One of, one of the endings um, at the campaign launch. Yeah, the happy family. No. He's an asshole. Anthony Lapalio is an asshole. Can I ask movie. one question about the ending? Which one? The campaign launch Edelweiss ending. Yeah, how he couldn't sing and then they all started singing and then he could sing. Was, well that, that happens because 
you I have you know I've what find your notes you know what notes. key you're in even though Ringo's playing the guitar which doesn't happen Trout ding, ding, is playing ding, the guitar yeah was the little girl who had her hair stolen dressed as Rolf the Nazi postman <laughs> in that final scene somebody was somebody was there was one Rolf. girl that was dressed as Rolf the Nazi postman which yes I'm not sure. I laughed, but I'm not sure what the point of that joke was. We're the Von Trapp children, except for that one, she's going to play Nazi postman. I am 17, going on 18. Um, Trout should have sung that song to Coral (laughs) as they go down the water slide. Jesus. Auntie Doris stole my hair. I said that already. The last scene was awful. Yeah, it was, even for Shaz's character, yep. was too far. I lived. Yeah. So <laughs> we I've didn't come... need that. But also... It's not like there's a sequel. But they like setting up a sequel of Shaz 2. Where's Shaz now? Mental now... 2. Where in the world is Shaz? But also what it did was, she she redeemed the sister. No, but she didn't. No, because the sister admitted her cunthood. Yeah, but then and after that story's ended. then Rebecca Gibney went home, Shaz went back into lockup, so he couldn't help her. Then she was not around anymore, the sister. Yeah, because actually Rebecca Gibney fucked up by letting her children go off with a mad woman with boot polish on their face. But she didn't do that. Wait, did she? Rebecca Gibney let her go let them go. The timeline is Skewed for me because of the dip, four different endings. No, so they break her yes, out of the lockup. They break her out of the lockup, then they go off and go to Silver yeah, Shark. And Rebecca gives yeah. home when that happens and lets them go. And so that's why everyone hates Rebecca Gibney now because they let her, she let her yes. children go off with a mad woman to steal a shark. Yeah, but nobody hates it. It's a happy ending. It's a happy ending for everyone. Except for Elizabeth I. Who gets yeah, except for the dummies off. and the <laughs> yeah, that's that also was just so dumb, vulgar. Like, yeah. there are quite a few well-written jokes in the film. Yeah, just to end with a fart joke. Yeah, and such an obvious one. I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah, God. she looked good in the G-string though, Tony Collette. It was bad. It was okay. That's <laughs> half a point. Um, the. So overall, the names were a bit funny. Moochmore and Thornbender. Yeah, I don't know. Moochmore, I don't know what it was. Was yeah. that trying to say something? Um, one more thing. If I, I'm going to try and just tell a customer in my cafe that they ordered something, whether or not they did. Oh, dude. You want a jam and cream donut? But I don't have Do you to want pay a jam for and cream thing, donut? Yeah. I have a jam and cream donut. You want one of oh, Mum's so lemon a, slices? Is that a thing? Jam and cream donuts. Yeah. I was confused because she said jam and cream donut, and a jam and cream donut to me is a donut filled with jam that has cream on top, not a cinnamon donut that you spray a can of whipped cream on top and spread some jam yeah, on. Yeah, like, that's why I was like, wait, this isn't a thing. My, for Maybe me, jam a- and cream donut meant like a, it's a donut with jam and cream in it. Or like the eclair. Like this, they put it in like that. They, oh, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Or like the eclair type thing with the jam and cream down the middle. Yeah, but that's an eclair. That's like not a, a donut. Sweet hot dog of jam and cream. Yeah. 
But that would have been... But that's already a thing. ...more what I expected than a jam and cream donut. We're going to spread some jam and squirt some can of cream on it. I hope she didn't pay much yeah. for it. That's like two bucks max. Mm, although these Especially days... in 2012. Ooh. These days, two bucks. I don't know. I paid $5 for a sausage roll today. Maybe it's a Queensland thing. I don't know. Can, is, I know Queenslanders. I'll ask, ask them. I'll ask some Queenslanders. If any yeah. Queenslanders are listening, yeah, comment get in below. touch. Um, and is that a thing on the YouTube? Yeah, you comment yeah, on the I'm YouTube, but not on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, You've got to comment, comment on the on. socials. Uh, whether a jam and cream donut is where you just do to a donut what you do to a scone. I was just going to say that. It's a scone with jam and cream. Is it an Aussie... Aussie afternoon tea, like a Devonshire tea, but Aussie, so it's a donut. Yeah, I don't know, a bit weird. I'm going to go to Donut King and ask. Now I want a donut. Um, It's good hot jam donut weather. I think we've picked our Wednesday wisdom because we both wrote the same thing. Was it about how everyone's mental but just on different levels? No, everything's sharks. Life is sharks. (laughs) I liked the quote. There's no such thing as normal, just different kinds of mental. Yes. And then the actual good, serious quote was, don't lose yourself, Coral. It might not seem much, but it's all you got. Oh, Coral. Maybe I'll do this one. I might have three Wednesday Wisdoms. Ooh, that's a lot of wisdom on a Wednesday. Yeah, through lots of hashtags. Mm. All right, so overall, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Overall, I'm going to give it... A two. I'm giving it a two point seven five. Ooh, because okay. I could watch it again. If right. Shane at some point said, "I feel like watching something vaguely funny and Australian," I'd put it on. If somebody said that to me, I'd put on. Pres- no, I'd put on other movies before this. Yeah, fair enough. All right, over the total score out of one hundred for okay. Archie Q De Niro for mental yep. is thirty two point two five. Which puts great, it but... above one hour photo and flubber. Uh, and but right. puts it below gold member. So there's a long way between gold member and a hundred, because gold member only got fifty one point five. I am sure that at some point something will beat gold member. Well, you'd hope so. Hopefully within the next year we do a, something that scores higher than about 50 okay. out of 100. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll, maybe it'll um, be the next movie we do. Oh, maybe. Let's do some uh, reviews of this, uh, and then we'll do some trivia on the next movie after the break. Two drinks in a bar. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. Do you want to go first or should I? Um, I'll go first. All right, go. Uh, let's see. Mental. One star review. Yes. Titled. Well, before we go, this had no Google reviews. Yeah, which isn't a great start. So we should write one, giving it a 31 and a half out of yeah, out of A 3.15 out of 10. But it's on five, so it would have to be a 1.625. So 
<laughs> that seems very low. Anyway, anyway, one star on the IMDb well, no, we reviews. Gave it, we gave it two out of five. Two out Overall, of five. Yeah, this is an Australian comedy for Australians, which means it's not funny. Oh, fuck. Director PJ Hogan had a bit here with Muriel's... A big hit here with Muriel's Wedding in 1994. It appears he has made a similar movie with mental illness as the central theme, with mental. Its messy in, is incoherent and it feels like it was rushed. The lack of laughs becomes embarrassing and generally the whole script is tedious. Some mm. of the acting is acting is okay, but that is easy to overlook when everything else is substandard. It is strictly for people who enjoy bad movies or for those who can laugh at Australian, quote, humour. This film is destined to sink like a stone. PJ needs to get back to basics. If you make a comedy, make sure you have some funny lines or at least slapstick. Oh, this is a 10 star. This person just didn't get like the type of humour. Yep, no. Yeah. That's why it's very Australian. It's got a very Australian vibe. Um, but I guess if you're not Australian, it's going to be harder. But that person sounds like it was Australian. Well, I don't know, actually. 10 out of 10 from this person. Hilarious and clever. If you're beige, you will hate it. Beige. Clever, quirky, hilariously funny, and with enough pathos and melancholy to really get you thinking. If you are one of the beige folk, you will hate it. If you march to the beat of your own drum and always find yourself on the side of the underdog, you will love it. Actually funnier than Muriel's Wedding. Destined to become a classic with excellent performances from all. There's no particularly the the problem with IMDb reviews is that people put effort into them, not like Google reviews where they yeah. just randomly go at a keyboard for four sentences and then hit publish. Yes. I am making a list of every reviewer who gave this movie a positive review and marking them never to read again as they have nothing to offer me when it comes to recommending movies. Oh. I was shocked to find out that it was the same director as Muriel's Wedding, but I then read he also did my best friend's wedding. And I'm remembering that singing scene at the restaurant where they all joined in It Made Perfect Sense. I say a little prayer for you. Cringe. <laughs> I am just so glad I didn't waste my money and time seeing it at the cinema. But I am sorry I read the first two pages of user reviews on this site as it is not until the third page that the truth comes out. For the first time ever, I nearly asked Video Easy for my five five back, <laughs> but it's not their fault. Okay. Truth is subjective when it comes to reviewing a movie. So shove it up your ass, A.S.J. Sol- Solomons. Yes. So, but also... Seriously, I re- they titled the thing, Seriously, You Liked This? That's the title of their review. So... What you can do on IMDb, right? You don't need to read all the reviews because what you can no. do is you can click user ratings, and you, as you know, I've just done. Yeah, right? you know what else you can also do is watch a movie and make up your own mind and not read a review before yeah. it. But also on the weighted average vote is six point one, so yeah. that says to you if you just look at the rating, not outstanding. It's an average movie. What also it does is breaks it down by demographic. Yes. So if I'm I'm a thirty a to forty four year old male, on average, well, one thousand two hundred and fifty one users rated it, 
overall an average of 5.7. So I'm like, oh, maybe this one's not for me. So just like, you can do things like that rather than reading three pages. But also this like, whoever wrote this and recommend, they might just like different movies to you. That's true. I suppose that's what they're saying. They can't give, offer me anything for recommending movies. This one's a 10 out of 10 review, right? IMDb has put on it warning spoilers. Okay. Right. I want cool. you to tell me when the spoiler comes up because I can't find it in having read this review. Okay. Tony Collette is outstanding as Shaz. Her That's spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Her performance is only one good reason to see this film. Love, love, love it. Worth seeing. Enjoyed the wit, humour, and found myself identifying and empathising with the few of the characters having dealt with mental illness in my family. This film pinpoints and illustrates family dynamics with humour and style. Enjoyed the references to another favourite, Sound of Music, which this film inspired me to watch again with my exchange student daughter. She and I had a great time sharing both films. Mental had me laughing till the credits rolled and was truly entertaining on many levels. There's no spoiler There's in no that. There's no spoiler in that. <laughs> okay. There's no spoiler in that. Um, so that's our uh, IMDb this time. Oh, reviews. Mm. Okay. Trivia. Yes. What are we going to watch next week, you ask? I did ask. Um, so I've picked out a movie for us to watch next week. Okay. I'm ready. I think more people have seen than have seen Mental. Yeah, true. It's probably um, got a couple of Google reviews, maybe. <laughs> a few. Um, so this movie was released on the 17th of December, 1982. Ooh, not 1992 for a no, change. No, and it made approximately $240 million from a $21 million budget. Well, that's pretty good. All right, so $21 million budget. It didn't have special effects in it. Ooh. And super Ooh, it didn't have depends. super big name casts in it. Ooh, depends. Maybe. Right. Although, were people cheap in 82? In 82, you went to just watch a movie that was had a story in it. It's not like now where it had to have, like, effects in it. Okay. Event, like Ant-Man, the new Ant-Man, it's not going to have a story. It's just going to be Paul Rudd making jokes, people think he's handsome, and then there's special effects, he gets big and small. Yeah. All right, well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> really? I wonder why. Um, let's see. Director? Okay. Sidney Pollock. Oh, Jackson's brother. He's um, good and funny. So it's a funny from 82. I don't know years of things like you do. Mm. Not helping. Someone will have got it at home, though. Yeah, somebody would have got it at home. I would have got it at home. <laughs> There's a couple of facts I'll read out to you, right? Okay. So, big hit with the Oscars. Yep. Okay. It won one Oscar. Oh, so you're a big hit. But was nominated for... Let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Nine more. Wow. Yeah. It was nominated for an almost Titanic level of Oscars. Yeah, so 10 Oscars, only won one. Won one. Yeah, it was a year when one movie kind of dominated pretty much everything. That doesn't help you either. No, it's, um, it's not this movie. No. Um, it was Gina Davis's first movie. Oh. Mm. No, I feel like I've not seen it. Keep going. 
Um, <laughs> and it stars Dustin Hoffman, Jessica Lang, Bill Murray, Terry Gar, just to name a few. And oh, Gina Davis, um, obviously. Um, we've seen a movie. We've reviewed a movie that's. Oh, Tootsie. Tootsie. Yeah, we go. I was oh. going to say we've, we've reviewed Dear. a movie that's pretty much the same. Gina Davis's first. Gina Davis's first movie. Mm, there you go. I'm looking forward to it. So you haven't seen Tootsie before? No, I haven't seen Tootsie I'm before. Glad I didn't need to do a Simenamin. Yeah, what would you have done? I don't think Tootsie's not a you know Tootsie's not a word. Sweetheart, Toots. Hey Toots, yeah, toots. sweetheart. Yeah. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. All right, so now we're doing a six degrees of Tootsie to one, two, three, four, five, six. Mental. Oh, Jesus. I didn't think about this. Okay. All right. Dustin Huffman, Gina Davis, Jessica Lange, Terry Garr. Tootsie. Sidney Pollock. Yeah, I think Tony Collette's going to be where we have to start it. Did... um, Jonathan LaPaglia host a celebrity survivor that had Sidney Pollock on it? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, is he? Oh, that's sad. I think he is, actually. Dustin Um, Hoffman. Okay. Surely Nicole Kidman's been in something with Tony Collette. I mean, maybe. Hmm. Probably not, actually. I can't think of anything. Okay, Tony Collette goes to this person... Goes to. I wish I knew more movies that Lee Schreiber was in. Yeah, I was just thinking that as well. Tony Collette. Yeah. Um, oh, but apparently that might not have been his fault. Yeah, okay. We'll take For that. those that didn't have their volume all the way up, Brett said Bruce Willis just before. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Collette um, was in that decent movie with Bruce Willis, right? Yes. Um. Tootsie, then you go... Oh, see, I got to Mrs. Doubtfire, but that's not actually Tootsie. No, it's not. Because I went Tony Collette, Rachel Griffiths, Sally Field, which I think is what you did last I week. I did last week, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Ooh, this is a a tough one. Yeah, it is. A few moments later... Who else is in Sixth Sense? Who else is in Star Wars? Only a few people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because What's-His-Name was in Cozzy with Rachel Griffiths. Ben Mendelsohn. And then he was in Star Wars. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. I think I got it. it okay. just, it's just whether or not it fits into six. Okay. Okay. Ready? So I go Hoffman. Yep. Cruz. Yep. Kidman. Yeah. Oh, they weren't in the same movie, <laughs> but Ewan McGregor was in Star Wars. And so was Mendelssohn. Oh, who was with I don't know. Rachel Griffiths, Tony Collette. Tony Collette was in Cozzy. Was she? Yeah. They were both in it, Tony Collette and Rachel Griffiths. Oh, Rachel, Rachel Griffiths, Griffiths wasn't was, in the Pinderschloss. Rachel Griffiths was the girlfriend. Tony Collette was the somewhat normally adjusted but hot one. Was she? Yeah. She's on the cover. She's on the poster. Who's the one that sings in the... Tony Collette. Oh, yeah, she is too. She's... The first named person in it. Are we allowing Ooh, that they're in the same... They're not in the same movie. They're in the same universe. They're in the same universe, yeah. But then I could go, Nicole Kidman was in a Batman movie. I typed it quickly. I've typed it's Ben Mengelsterton. Ben 
Nah, there's a way to do it. Okay, so... Mental, Tony Collette. Tony Collette was in Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. And I'm okay. now stuck. Bruce something. Willis. Emma Thompson and Justin Hoffman have done something together. Okay, we can go Tony Collette, Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman. Yes. Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. Kidman, Cruz Hoffman. What Jim Broadbent and Jim Broadbent? Harry Potter. Yeah, cool. Yeah? Um, All right, team effort. Okay. So we went Tony Collette was in Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis, who was in Die Hard with Alan Rickman, who was in, I don't know, Harry Potter. The, last, the second last Harry Potter with Jim, Jim Broadbent. Broadbent, who was in Moulin Rouge with Nicole Kidman, who was in know, Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise. And Marriage. Who was in Rain Man with Justin Hoffman. Yeah. Who is Tootsie. Who is Tootsie. God, I'm, I'm there okay is with such that. a quicker way. If you it's, can do better. It's not six. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. Is that how we count it? Oh, that's how so I count it. seven in total. Yeah, seven in total, but it's six degrees. Six degrees. The oh, degrees are yeah, the in between. Right. I think, considering that, we skip a known form. All right. Yeah, that took long enough. If you can do better, um, then get in touch with us on the socials and we'll um, read it out at the start of next week's episode because there is better. Yeah. Um, we just have to work it out. Gina Davis, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Nicole Kidman. Tom Are we Hanks, going the wrong Bruce way? Willis. Tom Hanks, Bruce Willis. Tom Hanks. Um, Tom Hanks, David Wenham. Tom Hanks, David Wenham. Uh, Elvis. Elvis. Tony Collette. Tony Collette, right? Yeah. From David. Mental. David Wenham. David Wenham. From Cosy. Yeah. Wenham. Hanks. Hanks. Oh, and then we stopped, didn't we? <laughs> well, then that goes to... What did I say? Straight? Well, that goes to straight. Hanks to Davis. Hanks to Gina Davis. That's four. Yeah. That's three degrees. Yeah. Oh, thank God I didn't stop the recording. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching another episode of Tutoring Cinema. Thank you, Brett, for choosing Tootsie uh, for next week. Get and watch that. How can we watch it? We keep forgetting uh, to tell people Amazon that. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yes. All right. Uh, let's do... Oh, oh, really? Yes. It is available on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Good to know. You may have to put a bit of money on it. Oh, okay. It's yeah. on Foxtel now or you can rent it. You can rent it. On the normal renting places. Yeah, Google like Play, video YouTube. Video Easy, like that RTB. Video, video Easy, um, <laughs> if you want to do that. So, all right, that's next week. Tootsie, uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe the video and subscribe and tell your friends about both the video and the podcast. We'll be back next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese.